0: Well, I'm gonna bring it into my show then, right? Ben just said it's my show. Welcome to the me show. Welcome to the me show. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna do it from now on. Welcome to the me show. <laughs> and uh today's guest uh is a family friend. A friend of the family. I should say friend of the family. Family friend, coworker, family, fr- yeah. family, co worker Family together. Uh Lindsay Hazard. Uh is a friend actually Jim Hazard is a coworker of ours who's uh, an avid listener by <laughs> the who's way who's an, an avid listener he, he listens he and, gives us feedback quite a bit and we're not going to talk bad about Jim today <laughs> we're going to keep it fresh but you know Lindsay you've been a uh, nutritionist uh, for a number of years now and well and hold on let you, me stop
1: you right there. It's, not, it's registered dietitian, registered is that right? Dietitian. Nutritionist oh, is oh. a dirty word.
0: Oh, now you're yeah. the one that set me up here. Yeah. You set me up man. Man, you're dietitian. Exactly.
1: A nutritionist is your grandma or your aunt. A registered right. dietitian actually studied and had to you had know, qualify. You see
0: how he put me yeah. up there, he's not going to stop. Hey, there's
1: a nutritionist out <laughs>
0: So a registered dietitian. Registered. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. You call people nutritionists? Apologi- That's fighting words. My apologies for that. A registered diet uh, dietitian, and for youth. Yes. For, so a, for is, the, a, a what for the youth? Registered athletes. dietitian. That's what I said. You dietitian. said dietitian. <laughs> Can we start this over again? No, we don't do that here. <laughs> no, no, no. So I'm gonna butcher this. Yeah. A, a registered dietitian, there correct. For youth athletes yes. and for just youth in period, period, right? Yeah,
2: I focus on athletes, young and teen athletes.
0: Okay, so how, Lindsay, on this show, we, we talk, you know, Tyler, you know, talked earlier about how we take, talk about the journey and going back in the journey. I, I want to get a better understanding of, you know, where you came from, your childhood, uh, mother, father, your family experience. Uh, so start, where were you born?
2: I was born in Seattle, Washington.
0: Oh, what part of Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> no, what part? I mean, um, there's. A, I mean, I, my, we, my son I was lived just in there. Issaquah, Washington, Issaquah.
2: which is a suburb of Seattle. But closer. I'm not totally familiar with the geographics of the Oh, okay. Since I was so young, um, but grew up a big Ken Griffey Jr. fan. Oh yeah, me too. to uh-huh. Mariner games.
0: So, so you're a they Seahawks fan?
2: I'm a Cowboys fan, but my family loves the Seahawks. So,
0: okay. So okay. you grew up a
1: Cowboys fan? Yes. Okay. So did you know who Darren was? Yes. All right. Yes. Did you know who Tyler Klutz
3: was? <laughs> no clue. <laughs> it's like it's okay. uh, my it's husband like talks about this older. dude that drug <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so what was what was life early early on for you? I mean, siblings, family dynamic, you know, you said you were there, you were in Seattle at a very young age. Mm-hmm. What where did your journey take you from there?
2: So I grew up, my family's very athletic, um, all super coordinated, big baseball family. Uh Um, I was not, like, super (laughs) athletic. Um, When I was nine, my parents were like, you have to play a sport. You can pick what sport it is, but you have to try one sport, and if you don't like it, you don't have to do it again. So I picked softball since my dad coached um, and loves baseball, so it just seemed like a natural fit. And I did really like it um, when we moved to Dallas or McKinney, Um, my parents encouraged me to sign up for athletics in middle school, which means you played volleyball, basketball, and then track in the spring. Mm. And so I did that, did not play volleyball because I was scared of the ball, (laughs) not great at basketball, and then did track, too slow to be a sprinter, so I did distance and actually found out I could run for a really long period Mm. of time. So I did track um, in cross country in high school and in college, did marathons. After that, um, so that's athletically where that came from. And my mom and I run a lot together, and Jim, my husband, and I run a lot mm-hmm. together. We used to before we had children. So <laughs> when well, you
0: were that age old,
2: how old were you when you started running? Um, 12 or 13. 12 or okay. 13.
3: So, I mean, obviously, fast forward now, you're a registered dietitian. Yes. a <laughs> A dietitian, <laughs> yes. Dietitian. Um, but you know, was, was that a part, an element for you in high school as you, you know, got into the distance running? Were you aware of it then?
2: So I was not aware that it was a profession then, but I was aware that I was super hungry all the time. Like just so hungry all the time. And my mom, who I think she could have been a great dietitian. She's like, you need to be bringing multiple lunches to school with you. So I would pack all of this food. I'm this, like five foot, tiny little thing, eating more food than almost everyone. But I just needed it because I was expending so much energy. And so I really thank my parents. Like we just always ate family meals, ate regular meals, pretty healthy meals. So I was pretty well fueled as an athlete. Okay.
3: So your, your parents like, okay, you need to get into a sport. You need to do something um what was what was that like was it ever pressure like i need to perform or it's just I, they just want
2: me to be active they just want me to be active no they weren't okay. <laughs> they of their three children i was definitely the least athletic so very low expectations <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> 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 they, both of my siblings will attest to yeah
0: okay well you, you grew up in a competitive family though uh, Where you? My,
2: yes everyone's very competitive in my family
0: so okay so the,
3: athletically okay maybe that's not your strongest suit you know, with your siblings, but where else did you compete with them?
2: Um, I, f- we're three years, like I'm three years older than my sister, six years older than my brother. So we weren't competing head to head a lot directly, uh, mm-hmm. but just, you know, being a good student, okay.
3: you know, just
2: about like family
3: and, board games.
1: Yeah. I mean, family that, board games. That get intense. Oh,
2: always. I mean, what family, <laughs> what family does it Yeah.
1: Intense? If you're not, if you're not taking risk,
3: yeah. <laughs> super ten, serious, what are you, you doing? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so you go through high school, um, and you know, Distance running is something you're passionate about. Where, where did that take you beyond high school?
2: So I ran at a D2 school, Southern Arkansas University. Really? I ran track and cross country there. It was really fun. Um, it was just, you know, taking it to the next level. So we were running twice a day. So we had like 6 a.m. practice and then 3.30 in the afternoon practice. What
3: kind of distances <laughs> are you doing for each of these practices?
2: Um, I Probably I, between like 3 to... Eight to ten okay. miles. Okay. Um, so we do our speed in the you know brutal afternoons in. Yeah, I figured August you'd be. A, I figured be
0: an ultra marathoner. Like we yeah. just we did a ultra, <laughs> we yeah. an ultra. We did an ultra marathon. Oh
4: gosh. Yeah. He
0: runs hundred miles. Oh, hundred miles. I'm. You know what? He set, I'm a little, he set the world record for hundred miles. Like miles. I'm disappointed. Driving Yeah. I'm. I'm a, a bit. <laughs> stop. I'm a bit disappointed in you, Lindsay. That you this running. is yeah. probably
1: a really yeah. dumb question. How far is a cross country?
2: For Meat. women, it was around a 5K, 5K or 6K. Okay. For men, it was an 8K or 10K. Oh, okay. okay. So, so why d- the
3: difference? Why do you think the difference? Because well, that's it, sexist. Yeah, that's
2: i yeah, yeah, it was just always <laughs> like that. Um, it's oh. still like that now. The men still run further than the women. I'm not sure. What is why. a 5K
1: I'm in mileage? I'm a 3.1. Like there you go. Okay. 3.1. Okay. Oh, okay. Man, I was thinking like y'all yeah, were doing marathons out there. No. no. Oh,
0: okay. No. That's why, I man. You see those cross country runners; they can go. Oh
1: yes. man.
3: Okay, so so at your elite, what was like your pace, like your mile pace on some of those runs?
2: Um, I mean, I was like not great. Um, but like for racing,
3: yeah, in your race,
2: racing around six minutes.
3: Holy! <laughs> like, for, I was like, not oh, great, but great. So, I ran faster well, than, well, than you I guys. I knew you were going <laughs> to answer something like that. That's <laughs> why I set you and up. For like, college, like, oh, so
2: there's, yeah. I mean, girls running close to five.
0: So Jeez. Oh, wow. mm. Okay. Yeah. God, that's incredible, though. I mean, the, the, but even at a, at a young age, running cross country, so you mm. had a mindset of this is you know, this is what you wanted to do early on, mm-hmm. right? But where, when did it, the, the dietician part start to come in and understand the, uh, the energy, the eating that you needed to have? for?
2: So I've always been interested in food, but I would definitely say marathon training and marathon running. Like if your nutrition is not on point with a marathon, you're going to bonk. And I have successfully bonked in almost oh, wow. all of my marathons. I was actually going to ask, can you t- <laughs>
1: can you really tell that big of a difference yes. when your nutrition is on point? Um, and it's not?
2: especially... I mean, your daily nutrition is really important, but when you're running a marathon, you have to eat during the marathon, Mm -hmm. like getting in fuel during the marathon and figuring out what your body can handle is key there. And so I just, it took me a really long time to figure out what my body could handle. Handle and what my stomach could handle, and making sure you're getting it in early. Because my fastest marathon, I mean, I probably slowed down like five minutes in the second half just because of lack of fueling. Because I just couldn't take anything, really? in because I was so mm. nauseous. What are you eating during a race? It's like the Have you ever seen those goose uh-huh. oh, gel, gel packets? Yeah, um, Honey Singer chews. They're like little round gummies, or what works. So you're not taking yesterday. a sandwich with you in mile 14. On a bike, you can do that. Just a bucket no. of <laughs> burger, a bucket of chicken. Yes.
3: The price. I got my Subway sandwich <laughs> and yeah. I'm good to go. Just need calories. You
2: just need carbs. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah.
3: All right. So, so you you graduate from Southern Arkansas. Mm-hmm. What? Where do you go next?
2: So I graduated with a business degree in marketing, and I graduated in 2007, which is not the best hey, time. Hey, 2007. Trying to start a career. Um, Were you still in high school,
3: Ben?
1: <laughs> uh, I just I was like second year in college, 2007. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. You want to know where I was? No. <laughs> retired. A-Rom <laughs> <retired.
1: laughs> was twerking on, on McKinney Avenue in 2007. Watch your mouth over there.
2: It, I don't even remember what I was talking about. But yeah, so I graduated in 2007. Sorry, we get distracted really <laughs> okay. easily on this show. We're three ogres that just <laughs> go down a rabbit hole. Never found a job I was super passionate about. Um, I liked them, but it just wasn't something I knew I wanted to do after we had kids. And at this mm. point, I had met my now husband. We were talking about starting a family, and
1: I knew I wanted hold to. Hold on, hold
2: on. Yeah. We breezed over yeah. this yeah. whole
0: deal. How did you meet your now husband? Well,
1: first of all, if you don't, we said it earlier, we work with her yes. husband.
3: He's one and of our coworkers. He is, and he's one of our favorite yeah, people on the planet. Jim we know you're listening we love you (laughs) hey honestly unbelievable like one of the most intelligent people that I've ever been around for sure hilarious Um, but like like we'll call you out his no (laughs) no filter whatsoever whatsoever. zero but like his sense of humor is like I mean not everybody gets it but like I get I get everything like I think he is hilarious and he's got a punchable face (laughs) 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 just kidding Jim
2: (laughs) just kidding but we actually met running a marathon. Did okay. You know, yeah, yeah. So okay. we met in 2007 as well, running the Chicago marathon. We were both living here. We were just in the same training group, but I was in the first
0: training group. Okay. Oh, so you you wait, wait, on wait the a course. minute. Wait, wait, you're, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're in the what? The, the faster? faster training okay. group. Okay. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. So yes. we
2: hadn't met yet because I was just so far <laughs> ahead. <laughs> <from like laughs> training. And so just thinner, looking
3: at you from a distance. Yes. Just, well, yeah. he
2: was looking.
3: You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He, yeah. yeah, You could. You him. never saw him. He, <laughs> he, saw you he was though. playing catch up all <laughs> yes. the time. Okay. And
2: so we met at dinner the night before. And then that year it was so hot. It was like 90 degrees. Um, So lots of bonking occurred. But we ended up running part of the marathon together, which is kind of crazy because there's like tens of thousands of people yeah. out there. And then we're friends for a couple of years. Okay. Before. So what's
0: the I need to, I have to ask this. Mm-hmm. So what's the first thing he said to you? that's <laughs> a know, great question. Yeah. What was his inappropriate comment? That's did yeah. <laughs> he, didn't,
2: he didn't, I can't remember it, but he was sending out a lot of funny emails beforehand about yeah. like, do we really need to run this whole marathon? This sounds like a great trip, but this marathon.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like turn. That. So I'm, he didn't say I really, I really right. love watching
3: your stride.
1: <laughs> no.
2: No, because we were just friends. So. Yeah. Okay. okay.
3: Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say so you guys are friends for a couple years mm-hmm. and then what was it for you that cuz I know he pursued you. I mean, here's the deal. I know <laughs> that he did. So what was it that got you over the hump and saying, "Okay, this this guy's amazing."
2: I mean, he's pretty amazing, but our running group really pushed us together, and we have a big group of running friends. Good friends. um, And they, like, were kind of pushing us together, and it was just good timing for both Uh. of us. um, And so we started dating... um, Lots of running, lots of running together. <laughs> right, right. How does that you work? You suffered though? together. Even, I mean, yeah. you bonded.
0: You said he was behind at, at one point. Now, yeah. he, at some point, he caught up, right? You,
2: yeah, so he he invited me to start running with his group in Dallas, mm-hmm. which is how we have all these mutual friends. Um, and so, I mean, I still beat him almost every time. But <laughs> Even you know, now? I mean, now, I mean, since having children, he probably beat me. But I did beat him in a marathon pregnant, so. Oh, you were
0: pregnant oh, you beat oh, him oh, in a
1: hey, marathon? Hey, first of oh, all, hey, right you right down, there. Right there. First First of all, you no. ran a marathon oh. pregnant. How, I,
2: how, mean, f- I wasn't that far along; I was like six weeks.
1: Still, there's things matter. going on that yeah, not are matter. not conducive
3: it's to running long distance.
1: Steel.
0: And
2: still,
3: that's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's
0: yeah. a champ.
3: That's a my finest victory.
2: So. that's amazing. Okay, so
3: you guys get married when?
2: Mm-hmm. 2012.
3: 12. Yeah. Okay. Hey, me too. What date? Eight so eleven. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was uh, seven seven. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Okay, so where work-wise, where are you at professionally? um when
2: we were married I was working at a race um a company we helped put on races okay. so I was working with getting a lot of sponsorships for these races and putting them on okay um, so it was really fun but the hours were just not great yes okay so two or three o'clock in the mornings you yeah. know oh, wow. yeah. yeah it's like cram right before yeah, yeah setting yeah. up and everything yeah. so. so.
1: So then, but then you you decided, hey, I want to start my own business.
0: I
2: said I want right? to be a dietitian. Want to be a dietitian, not a nutritionist. Well, well, the, 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 <laughs> the
0: dietitian, yeah. So, but why? What was the reasoning behind uh, making that decision?
2: The passion, like I had, it such an interest in nutrition, so I was constantly like reading about it, researching it, and I realized that a dietitian is like the most credentialed nutrition professional that you can be. And just with my type A personality, I was like, oh, I want to be certified. I want to have like this official title, this official license and so that's the direction okay so
0: give me uh, since i butchered it earlier what, <laughs> what is the difference between a nutritionist and a dietitian
2: so a dietitian we have to have a degree i'm pretty sure now you have to have your master's in nutrition oh. and mm. then you have to do 1200 hours of internship within that too so i did a coordinated program so i got my master's and my 1200 internship hours done at the same time and then you have to pass a licensing exam mm.
1: and a nutritionist is you that would be great. Yeah, have, there's to have no an Instagram account. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's some
2: great nutritionists out there who aren't dietitians, but dietitians, we do have to do a lot of things to get our credentials. Yeah.
1: So, do you think because you were an athlete and are an athlete, that actually going through and understanding personally. How important nutrition was? you think that's what drew you so and yes. wanted to start your own?
2: Yes, and uh, another like running thing. My husband was running with a friend who had young athlete children and she was talking about how she wished she could figure out how she was supposed to feed them. Mm. Uh. And Jim was like, you should do this when you're done with school. And I was like, oh, that actually would be really fun. I love Working with kids and families during my internship, and so tying in that sports component just seems like a good fit.
0: You know, and that's that's, that's so interesting because when you when Jim and I first talked about you being a dietitian, mm-hmm. you know, one of the first things that you know, and I'll Tyler and Ben go through the same thing is we get asked as former athletes mm-hmm. all the time on what to eat, what to put in your body pre-game, after mm-hmm. game, during recovery. And again, I have. I'm a nutritionist, evidently. Yeah. So I, I'll just throw out there, Darren. You know, and and I, I, we don't know any better. Mm-hmm. I mean, while you're on your phone, Tyler. Yeah. Um, I'm You're looking, just, you're I'm just looking looking up repeating what you What dietitian means? I, <laughs> I'm just. You're right. We're just, just repeating, repeating what, you what heard. we heard. We've yeah. heard in the past. So you know, give us. I want to go down this line of, let's say I am a. 15 year old girl who's playing volleyball Mm -hmm. and I I need, I want a pregame meal. And we have, as we Mm -hmm. well know now, especially in club volleyball, they may play all day on an entire weekend, Saturday and Mm -hmm. Sunday. What am I putting in my body before I go into these games?
2: So before you go into them that night before, so I do these, there's these things developed that are called performance plates. They were developed by the Olympic committee. And so, there's three different plates so you would eat a hard day plate the night before a game mm-hmm. um, and so that means half your plate is carbohydrates a quarter of your plate is protein and a quarter of your plate is color which is fruit or vegetables and so you really want to get in all of those carbohydrates the night before to top off your energy stores your body uses carbs for energy so no low carb diets for athletes mm-hmm. and it stores that energy in your muscles and your liver for use later and so making sure those energy stores are as topped off as possible some of my athletes I have have them even eat a snack before bedtime to just really top everything off. Mm-hmm. So when you wake up the next morning and you eat breakfast, you're like fueled and ready
1: to go. Well, let, let's dumb this down really, really yes. far down. What is a carbohydrate? Like what is a, an example of That's a carbohydrate a that question. you
2: would? So carbohydrates are all of your breads, your pasta, rice, oatmeal, all your grains, pretty much all your grains, white potatoes, sweet potatoes, all of that mm-hmm. kind of white stuff—the stuff that people consider bad—is yeah. it's white, it's yeah. carbohydrates. Whoa. Wait, wait, Easy. hold on, yeah. hold on. Easy, I said,
0: everything that's bad. I did not, right not say, this time, I did say
1: that. I'm just repeating what okay, she said. Okay, so, so let's talk about mm-hmm. white versus brown. <laughs> yeah, bring that in
3: as it relates to what, rice as it relates to, to rice and
1: bread <laughs> they, I think a common misconception or a common thought is if the, the whiter the bread the faster you're dead was the old saying oh. so as an athlete is is it does it matter if I if I choose brown rice over white rice or or Wheat bread over, whole, you know, white bread, what, what's the difference there?
2: So the difference is the wheat, the darker ones, like the whole grain ones, they're going to be have, like, a little bit more fiber, a little extra vitamins and minerals in them. So overall, like, we want at least 50% of your carbohydrates to be coming from those whole grain sources. The night before an activity, the... The versions that are not whole grain, like the white versions, often are better because they don't have that as much fiber. So they're easier for your body to digest. Mm. And especially, you know, lots of us get those stomach issues on game day. Mm, So just not having all that excess fiber the night before can help help relieve that.
1: So in college, I don't know what you guys did the night before the game, but even if it was a home game, we'd stay at a hotel. (laughs) But the team dinner was at Golden Corral. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they would just... They would take us to the buffet... And I'm pounding fried chicken, oh. mashed potatoes. like, Because
3: hey, it's free. Because it's 3 99
1: And if it's bags. free, it's me. You brought your own bag, too, didn't that's you? That's the on one meal a week. That's the one meal a week I'm guaranteed to get. Eating yeah. it on Monday, <laughs>
0: eating it on Tuesday.
4: Yeah.
1: So if if I'm in that situation as an athlete the night before uh-huh. and I have to go to Golden Crew, oh, wow. because that's where the team is, what are some, you, you mentioned it before, but what are some things that we could steer ourselves yes. toward it. maybe not the fried chicken and so, ice yes, cream definitely
2: <laughs> not the fried chicken or the mashed potatoes because those are just higher in fat so we're really wanting to not eat a ton of fat before because mm. fat takes a while to digest mm. and just kind of sits in your stomach and especially again for those stomach issues the next day mm-hmm. you want mm-hmm. to avoid that so there, there's always going to be some sort of like chicken or pork or some sort of like leaner protein option i'm sure there's always going to be rice or some sort of pasta option there mm-hmm. as well or some sort of bread and and then picking a fruit or vegetable to no. go along
0: with it. So well. Do you have to be limited on your fruit? I mean, because I, I, I remember being in training camp uh, when I first got to Dallas, and guys would take drink, eat as much fruit as they could, and then they get and then they start cramping up. You know, specifically in the summertime. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, there's there's some it's, there's there's parts of this that you have to be limited on, right? So is this like, do you have to go get your blood tested? Uh, t- as an individual to then bring the results back so someone like so someone like you could see those results?
2: So for the overall average, like, young or teen athlete, I'm not going to put limits on their fruit or their vegetable intake because most of them are not eating enough right. to begin mm. with. And so when you'd start really limiting it would just be maybe when you get to that higher mm-hmm. NFL level um, and just maybe if you're needing to watch your blood sugar more or if you're trying to lean down, you're cutting back a little bit on more fruits and adding in more vegetables. But for a young or teen athlete, no,
0: I'm not gonna so what is any. the biggest problem you see with young young athletes right now
2: so a lot of them are really underfeeling so most I would say most of the the athletes I've worked with are not eating enough to match their activity mm-hmm. because these, Athletes, man, you guys are training a lot. They're training two, sometimes three times a day. And so trying to fit in all of the fuel they need is just like another component to their day. And most of them just aren't aware that they need that much food. And so figuring out how to schedule that in, how to get it in. A lot of athletes aren't eating early in the day. So they're skipping out on breakfast, maybe eating like a banana and a sandwich Mm. for lunch. And then they get to the end of the day, they eat this giant dinner, and 30 minutes (coughs) later, they're hungry. Because they should be, because mm-hmm. they yeah. haven't fueled their bodies all day. And then they're rummaging through the pantry and making not the best. <laughs> Sound like yeah. 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 me I'm, now. I'm <laughs> just
1: sitting here thinking about, I had no, no, no clue. <laughs> knowledge, no, no. clue mm-hmm. growing up on nutrition. Like I was telling mm-hmm. these guys, I would I would pound a full DiGiorno before practice, full DiGiorno pizza. I just had no idea. But how did you feel? I mean, your Awful. body. <laughs>
0: Awful. <laughs> yeah. But so was, I didn't, I don't know. I
1: did... You <laughs> yeah. would think that just your body was dummy tell you. <laughs> just kept but if going. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so. I was just eating like normal and just mm-hmm. going to practice. Because, you know, at that age, you don't really...
3: It doesn't really Mm -hmm. affect you that much. Well, but I think it does. It does. Maybe I didn't realize it. So yeah, let's talk Mm -hmm. about that, like from a performance standpoint, right? Because we're talking about fuel, and you need fuel. You need Mm -hmm. this. But like, let's talk about how that actually translates to performance Mm -hmm. for younger athletes. Yes.
2: So younger athletes that are following a good nutrition plan, they're going to have more energy, which is really important when you're training multiple hours a day. They're going to recover from these training sessions better, which means you'll be able to train harder at the next one. Become stronger. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you'll get stronger you're going to be less sick you're going to be less likely to get injured you're going to be able to build muscle strength muscle endurance and just be an overall physically and mentally stronger athlete all from something (coughs) you're doing day, anyways so why don't clean it up
1: that's such a good point that if, if you don't think this stuff matters that much your performance is directly affected yes. mm-hmm. when, you're di- when your diet's poor versus when it's a good yes. diet. So if you care about performance, this yes. is something
3: you really need to take yeah. serious. Yes. Talk about protein. Like, you know, I, I think as in the fitness industry, mm-hmm. uh, you know, protein is really big on, on rebuilding muscle. Yes. But talk about to the, the younger athlete because I, I, when I was in high school, I was anti-supplements. Like, I'm going to get everything that I mm-hmm. need from food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe that was the right way to do it. I just probably wasn't eating enough food. But talk about, like, protein intake for, you know, so let's just say male athletes from 13 to 18 years old.
2: So, shockingly, most athletes are getting in enough protein. So They are. They, they are okay. um, through food. And so if you, an athlete typically needs, like, 0. 0.6 to 0. 0.8 grams of protein per pound of body weight okay. and so it's just not a ton of Wait, protein. say that again 0.6 to
1: 0.8 per pound, per of, pound body of body weight, weight. got it mm-hmm. okay yes and so then, yeah
3: so if you're 150 pounds like just under 100 it's like grams six, of protein. six grams of protein It's like, it's like like 6,000, grams. So it's
2: not a ton. The mistake athletes really make with protein is not spreading it throughout the day. So your body doesn't store protein. Like people are like, oh, my muscles. But no, no, your muscles aren't protein stores. Your muscles are your muscles. And we don't want our bodies breaking those down and using that for energy. And so what your body really wants to take care of your muscles is protein all throughout the day. So getting in protein Mm. at breakfast, getting in protein at most of your snacks, getting in protein at lunch and dinner and having it all throughout the day so your body constantly has a steady stream of protein to build repair those muscles is there so anything what, what what
0: type of protein would you say meats
2: um so you can be vegetarian and meet your protein needs so i don't want anyone to listen to this and mm. think they have to have meat but meat is it's a great source of protein it's super easy um you can like make sandwiches um using eggs and stuff in the morning and then you're you know at most people i think hit their protein at night because mom is normally making a you know, a walk sort of with mm-hmm. protein, a carb, and a vegetable with it. Yeah. So.
3: so what you're saying though about the protein is that I don't have to rush after practice or after a workout in the gym to get my protein shake. It's more the, the most effective way is just a consistent intake throughout the day.
2: Yes, and I do like protein after workouts for recovery, but another piece to that recovery is carbohydrates. Like you don't just need protein after mm-hmm. a workout. You also need carbohydrates because you've used your carbohydrate stores during your training session. So we need to replenish that too. So we need to replenish our carbs. We need to give our body some protein so that we can start repairing and building those muscles. And then we also need to hydrate. So drink fluids because we've lost a lot of fluid through.
3: So we live in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, and you know areas here have been voted as best place to raise an athlete. So there's a ton of youth athletes here. Yes, so many. As a parent, right, we come in and we move into these communities so that like our, our children can be a part of these, mm-hmm. you know, uh, athletic activities. So as a parent now, you're talking to them. You're not talking mm-hmm. to the to the student athlete um, or the child, you're talking to them. How can they... Because the challenge is, you're saying you, they're not eating enough, they're not eating enough. Mm-hmm. Like, food's expensive, mm-hmm. right? I've got four. I grew up... I'm one of five. And I know my mom, my family was like, okay, we're making one Costco trip a month. Mm-hmm. Y'all got to make it last. Yeah. Yep. And it was typically gone three days later because, you know, four <laughs> yeah. boys went through and <laughs> ransacked the place.
1: Well, and what's cheaper, right? The, yeah. the bag frozen burritos, right. the yeah. corn yeah. dogs, yeah. the pizza, all so that. So as,
3: as a parent, mm-hmm. how can we set help either train educate or set our kids up for success
2: yeah that's a i mean that's a great question so on the expensive side there it's there's our ways to eat healthy and it not costs a lot using frozen fruits and vegetables canned fruits and vegetables is totally okay um you using grains like rice and pasta you can buy those in big bags um in you Know it doesn't go bad for a while, and then buying meat, just picking what's on sale, using that, using buying frozen meats that works well too.
3: Canned tuna that I lived mm-hmm. off of, like canned tuna. <laughs> there's,
2: there's so many options, eggs, milk, yeah. um, mm-hmm. those are other great things for athletes. Like milk and yogurt are one of my favorite foods to off op- to tell athletes to eat because they have carbohydrates, they have protein in them. Um, and they're pretty easy to get, and you're getting in like the good calcium. Yeah, That's know, interesting because
3: I feel like there's such a negative connotation of dairy now. Like yeah, everyone's so anti-dairy. That yeah, yeah, was my next I question.
0: Know. I mean, how do you feel about dairy?
2: I love dairy. I mean, there are some kids that can't have it. Darren's so guts can. don't love.
0: dairy. Yeah, Darren. Yeah, Darren's. Darren's so if, you no. ha-
2: if you can't handle dairy, then <laughs> it's that's the bubbly. Something different. You. Bubble guts. A good plant based.
1: <laughs> She's just playing through like a champ right now. She's no,
2: not I even. She's not even listening to YouTube.
0: You know what? I do <laughs> have a lot of practice. <laughs> you, you know what you're you're yeah. you're talking about. You know what, putting putting in your body. But I'm not just talking about the athletes. It's how many kids. You know, I work with a lot of kids in South Dallas yes. that don't get a meal. I mean, they have mm-hmm. to wait till they get to school to get a meal, and then when you get to school, it may not be health healthy at that. You know what? Can you give me maybe a couple of things? Because as we well know, mm-hmm. in, in certain parts of of Dallas. It's a food desert. Mm-hmm. You can't just go to the Kroger mm-hmm. or the Tom Thumb to get get food. What are some of the things you mentioned? Sardines. What are some uh, or tuna? What sardines? <laughs> sardines. You mentioned tuna, tuna. sardines too. Darren, I mean, have I've you ever eaten tuna? Oh, dude. Okay. okay. Can tuna sardines? We really yeah, grew up. Like, yeah. Well, anyway, right, lo, little mustard, little <laughs> mustard, yeah. to the can tuna. Call today. <laughs> yeah. A mayonnaise. But what are sandwich? some of the things that you could give like a kid in the inner city who's waking up? And just want, this needs the fuel to learn.
2: Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are one of my favorite. Mm. You can get peanut butter and jelly pretty much anywhere. I've gone to gas stations and seen loaves of bread, peanut butter, jelly. Mm. And that's a great, it's a great snack. It's a great part of your breakfast, having peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a glass of milk. Mm. Add Mm. a banana to that and you're golden. You have... Mm. Some protein in that peanut butter, protein in the milk, some carbs in the bread and the jam. And then you have some color with getting in a banana yeah. or some mm-hmm. frozen fruit or a fruit cup, whatever you have around. That's yeah, awesome. So,
1: so yeah. we, we talked about earlier fueling for competition. and <laughs> Sorry, we cut you off. <laughs> we, we got through the night before. Let's That's talk far. about the day of competition. Uh, <laughs> this reminds <laughs> me of a story in college. We, we played in, I think we were playing in San Antonio. And we went to Texas Roadhouse the day of the game and i had 12 of those little rolls the, with already. the cinnamon yeah. butter yes it was the worst game i've ever played in my life honestly i felt horrible Dude, because you are, i you ate excessive
0: you, are like you were like over the top except although you are making me hungry right yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah so what should i have eaten on the day the, the day of the game
2: so i think that really depends with a lot of when your game is so as a former cross country runner our competitions were at, like, 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning. So I was really concerned with breakfast, where if you're playing football, you're probably playing in the afternoon or evening. evening. And so... For both situations, you want to get in a good breakfast. If you only have a couple hours, you really just want to focus on getting in a good source of carbs with a little bit of protein. If it's you're not playing until the evening, let's get in a full breakfast. Let's use that hard day plate again. A good um, recommendation I make to a lot of athletes is using things like frozen waffles, because you can find those most mm, places yeah. um, for your carbohydrates, wow. eggs, hard boiled like eggs, that. especially you can find those pretty much most, especially like lots of um, hotels that you might be staying in mm. will have that. Yogurt. Is is another good source of protein in the morning and then just, you know, topping it off with a little bit of fruit. And then same thing for lunch. You just really want to keep everything like pretty low fat, no fried foods and just stuff you know your stomach will digest well. And Mm -hmm. so I always encourage my athletes to practice, like practice with... Before practices, like eat what you want to eat before game day, before oh. practice, and see how that sits in your stomach. So that way, when you get to game day, you have no questions about what you're eating. So
0: what's the dialogue like with your athlete, with the athletes that you're working with? Is this like an everyday uh, you know, communication, or is this once a week? How are you communicating with the athletes?
2: So I normally meet with them. I'll meet with them initially. We'll have a pretty long session and then we normally follow up two weeks later. I get, find that gives people enough time to start implementing mm-hmm. the changes that we've talked about. And then lots of them will text me pictures of their plates to show me what they're doing, email me in between sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of these families are so busy, they can't meet with me every other week. Mm-hmm. They can meet with me once a month, though. So we just stay in contact through sending me. I want them to send me certain things in between this time. So, so, yeah. so is this it mostly, what, do you
0: want to be talking to the athlete or the parent? Both. You want to be because talking to the parent? Okay.
2: We can't make this. Athlete, eat so this athlete has to be on board. Mm-hmm. So, I definitely have the most success with athletes that are showing up to these sessions and they're like talking to me, telling me what they're doing, telling me what their goals are, and then they're receptive to the information that I'm giving them because mm-hmm. we can tell you all the information in the world to make you a better athlete, but if you're not going to do it,
0: mm-hmm. right, I mean, right? My hands are tied. I can't. So, one of the things that I always see, especially you know, I, I, my son just graduated from high school but one of the things that he and his buddies had always gone through even from the freshman year on is always putting on weight mm-hmm. oh this and is I, a
1: good conversation I, like how
0: th- that was and, and i couldn't help him I, mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly is what i used to always tell him but i mean <laughs> what do you what do you, what advice do you give a young kid Mm -hmm. say a young boy who's a football player and you know he's getting up at six o'clock in the morning and they're practicing in the morning and they're you know sweating in the the Mm -hmm. texas heat what advice are you giving them
2: so they just have to eat all the flipping time so like they need to wake up in the morning and eat something small before that session in the morning we need to afterwards be eating a big recovery breakfast and really, when especially football, they're normally training multiple times a day. You're probably eating like every two hours when you're not Ooh. practicing because you're practicing so many hours a day, like you have to still fit in your fuel somehow. Mm-hmm. And so some weight gain tips are, you know, adding some extra fats to your meals. So are you adding some avocado, some sour cream, like a little bit of oil to your vegetables, just finding in ways to get in a couple extra calories, having juice as your beverage at some meals to get in some extra calories that way, um, just adding a little extra servings of carbs, adding in extra snacks, just trying to figure out how to get in.
3: Ta- yeah. To le- let's, let's, let's just look at it from a calorie standpoint, mm-hmm. like just so people understand the perspective, right? If you're, let's, let's just say two days in football, mm-hmm. right? I mean- how many calories can these kids be burning training just the training aspect and then what is it what is the calorie burn just on a typical day for you know a 16 year old boy That's-
2: insane um, yeah. I, I mean i'm working with some kids that need like 4 to 5000 calories that's right because that's what that's what
3: tyron smith yes. is supposed yeah. to consume yeah. cuz not only are mm. they no he's training. more than that now i'm saying he he takes in 4 to 6000 calories a day what does the rock do someone told me oh he's like 7000 <laughs> <laughs> crazy but he's not so,
2: growing yeah. like these teenagers yeah. Are. yeah So these teenagers have that extra like they're growing so yeah. they need mm-hmm. extra nutrients especially teenage boys mm-hmm for growing too. So they're already like a calorie burning machine just from living. And then you factor in their training on top of that. And they just need so Mm much food. But how do you
0: organize? I mean, you're talking about a 16 year old kid, right? How do you organize a 16 year old kid to say, okay, you need to eat this, this, and then during the school day. So now he's gone to practice. He's going to school. I mean, are you, are you, are you giving them advice on what to pack in those bags?
2: So I normally give them – so we talk a lot about those performance plates I talked about before. So we talk a lot about, okay, what protein – are you going to have with each meal? What Mm -hmm. carbohydrate source are you going to have with each meal? And what color are you going to have with each meal? And then we can talk about fats to add, but I don't normally give someone like, okay, eat this at this time. Mm, That's just not sustainable. No one wants to eat the same thing every day. Um, And so just telling them like how big their meals need to be, how frequently they need to be eating. And when I do work with athletes, they fill out a food log for me. Um, They do document three days. So that gives me a good idea of yeah. like what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. And so I'll normally look at what they're doing and see what we can add to that to make it a little easier to implement instead of saying, okay, everything you're doing is wrong. Let's start from ground zero and mm-hmm. you need to eat in a whole new way because that's yeah. just too yeah. hard.
3: Right. Yeah. So another layer of complexity, I think, to especially our culture now, is we're so focused on clean eating, right? Yes. <laughs> and, and parents that are like, we're only eating organic, we're only shopping at Whole Foods, we're only like... So now this is trickling down to kids. How important is it to have completely clean, whole, natural foods, or is it like I just need calories?
2: So I first you need you need the calories yes. Um, Ideally, I like my athletes to be eating like 80% clean. I don't love that term clean. But yeah. so you, take, you take your soap and
1: water out and you clean <laughs> Yeah, your, so yeah.
2: 80%, <laughs> like those good lean proteins, those good fruits and vegetables, those good carbohydrates that you need, those, you know, adding in dairy, healthy fats. And then 20% of the time, like these kids are burning so many calories, so 20% of the time, that's like once or twice a day for most of them, have those cookies that you want or have yeah. that bag of chips. I'm big on not restricting because if you restrict you're just going to constantly be thinking about it, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you're going to go absolutely crazy mm-hmm. when you let yourself have it, where if you have a cookie or two every day, it's just not that big a deal um, right.
3: like at that kind of age, things. yeah yeah, it goes right right <laughs> to my hips at this age
0: but. <laughs> okay, but what about kids that are yeah. uh, let's say they're, they're they're just the opposite. Mm-hmm. kids that need to burn, they need mm-hmm. to get that weight off of them. yes uh, you know, give us that advice, give us that kid like like Ben Ben came up. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> there was two tons of fun coming up. Dude, so
1: it's funny because I, I live both sides of the coin. In high school, I, I needed to, lo- or in middle school, I needed to lose weight. And then as I got older, I needed to gain weight. So I'll be interested to in hear what you say.
2: And so with losing weight, that's kind of a tricky thing because with puberty for both boys and girls, there is a period of time where you are just going to have a little bit of extra weight on you mm-hmm. and you kind of just have to let nature take its course a little bit a little extra weight <laughs> um, in, in those aesthetic sports especially when it comes to females you know gymnastics ice mm. skating running yeah. all of those sports very body focused like it's just important to know that that is normal and just to tr- mm. keep training through it and concentrating on athletic performance and not how you look is really important yeah. mm-hmm. but for those athletes that do like they want to lean up a little bit for their sport there's a the easy day plate is what I have them go with and it, that is half your plate is made up of those fruits and vegetables mm. a quarter of your plate is that same protein and then a quarter of your plate is carbs because you still do need those yeah. carbs right. and so you're just naturally eating a little less calories because you're eating more fruits and vegetables that just tend to be lower in right. calories.
3: Let's let, let's step away just from the the high school you know athlete. Let's talk about just different diets in your in your opinion and the effectiveness and and maybe the right implementation and maybe the wrong. But like let's look at like keto, paleo, you know versus vegan. Like where where do these play into it, or are these just because? I, I, and I'm and I tried the keto deal for a little while, and I just. I I can't get my mind around energy from fat. Mm -hmm. I mean, but how legitimate and how how effective can these be?
2: So a lot of it is just what works for your lifestyle. And I believe you guys had another guest that basically said the same thing. But it's like, what can you sustain? For some people, eating keto just is really easy for them. It just helps them stay in that... Like weight loss pattern that they're wanting to stay in, I think for active people, I don't think keto is the right way to go because your your muscles and your brain like they are they want carbs for energy, mm. and so when they're not getting that, um, especially for running purposes, I've had any friends I've had that have tried to go low carb, they go out for yeah. a run like two days later and right. gone gone like yeah. it, you just feel terrible, and so. I'm not a huge fan of keto, but I do know it works for some people. Mm-hmm. So it's all about what's sustainable for you. Vegan, the same thing. I think that would be really hard to live a vegan lifestyle to still get in all the vitamins and minerals that you need. But some people are willing to put in the extra work because they believe strongly yeah, in the vegan right. lifestyle. Yeah. So I'm not going to nix anything.
1: Plus, carbs are just so delicious. So, so delicious. delicious. Why, you would, know what? That why that would you want to <laughs> cut out carbs?
0: But you hundreds? know, I, I just want to, like... I'll be selfish here, like I always am, but I right. want to speak the specifically. Me <laughs> the, the, the me Darren show. It, me it show. is the me show. So I, I have a problem, you know, when I get up in the morning, I don't, most of the time I'm trying to get, it's, everything's in a hurry, so I'm trying to get out of the house, trying to get to meetings or whatnot. My issue is eating throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm big on not eating in the morning, maybe having a small lunch, but I'm falling off.
2: You're like and my teen athletes here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tie yes. it to what you do because yeah. that, that is the focus of this. Yeah.
1: Darren's trying to be selfish, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's yeah. Not but about he's not, about, but it's he's not, not about that much you, different. But it's, it's not, not that you. much yeah, different. He's not that it's much different. You could apply that to a lot of yeah. teen yes. athletes.
2: Yes. So a lot of athletes, they tell me they're not hungry in the morning. Right. Or they like, aren't I supposed to sleep to get that recovery? And I'm like, yes, you do need to sleep to get that recovery in. But you don't have to make breakfast in the morning. You can make it the night before and grab and go. Yeah have athletes that did not eat breakfast and I'm like you're you're going to start eating breakfast the only way for athletes to really meet their energy expenditure needs is to eat breakfast and so they'll gradually start feeling that hunger come again Mm -hmm. for breakfast because breakfast just wakes up those hunger hormones yeah and so I had one client recently she's like I feel hungry in the mornings now it's so weird Mm -hmm. it's just because she started eating breakfast and it took her a week or two of Mm -hmm. eating breakfast and just I can't to
3: relate to like those that people difference. that are not <laughs> hungry in the morning. I used to I not be hungry in the morning. Yeah, so. I used to not. But then really? that same um, thing, what you're talking about.
1: Yeah.
2: But, and then for adults, like, research has shown, like, those that eat more earlier in the day, it's just, like, easier for them to maintain that calorie deficit. Mm. Okay. I think it's just you're... Really yeah, because the in intermittent fasting
3: deal is a big deal right now. Where it's like, okay, I eat, you know, my last meal at 7 o'clock, and then I don't eat again until noon the next day. Yeah. I know that's, I've like always a felt big the same deal. way.
0: I always felt like the breakfast is overrated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I, uh, I, I mean,
2: could only pick one meal of the day. One hundred percent. I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah.
3: are you kidding me? Like good pancakes, French toast, eggs, yeah. bacon.
0: That's why I hit oh. the wall. That's exactly why I'm hitting this wall. Yeah. Is because I'm not getting that. that
1: well, a lot, and a lot of athletes are doing accidental intermittent fasting, like yes, what you're talking about. Like they yeah. just they're not meaning. Well, mm-hmm. I guess they are meaning to. They just don't eat yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would are say the, the most productive,
3: uh, most productive. Time in my performance was uh, early in college, and I had started working with uh, a nutritionist. And registered and said, dietitian. No, this was a nutritionist. Oh. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> He was, he was my, he was also my trainer, but he worked with like Your a lot brother. of athletes. But one of the things that he had me doing is he had me getting up and I was not a morning kid, morning person, but he had me get up at six 30 and eat. And he's like, if you have time to go back to bed, go back to bed, but you need to be up at six 30 every morning and you need to get calories in. Mm-hmm. And I thought like, because I was very body conscious at that, uh-huh. at that point. Um so I didn't want to like put on bad weight, but like that was the leanest and strongest I'd ever been was when I was making sure I was very consistent with my meals. Mm-hmm.
2: And getting the that food in in the morning really prevents overeating later in the day mm-hmm. because you're not going to be like ah, or like mm-hmm. growling mm-hmm. and going through your fridge mm-hmm. like ju- in pantry just stuffing everything in your mouth mm-hmm. because you're going to be just be more conscious of this decisions that you're making of what you're going to eat yeah. and you're just you're fueling your body so you're not Starving.
3: Talk about the difference between like three big meals or five or six spaced out meals. Does it make a difference, or is it you know at the end of the day just caloric intake?
2: So for teen athletes, three meals a day is it's not going to cut it. Like there's no way they're going to hit their nutrition needs in three meals. Mm -hmm. I always have them. I prefer for them not to go more than three to four hours without eating, just because their energy needs are so high. So I would say the majority of my clients are eating at at least three, they're eating three regular meals a day. And I would say between one to three snacks a day, just really depending on their training schedule and their energy needs. Mm-hmm. Okay. But,
1: Talk us through post competition. Yeah. Uh, nutrition. What, what, what do we need to bring in after a game?
2: So after a game, it's same, it will be same with training sessions. You need to get that recovery snack in, within 10 to 45 minutes post game. And I know that's really hard because mm. you're, it's just not natural yeah. to feel hungry yeah. mm-hmm. afterwards. So I'm sure you guys have probably heard this before, but chocolate milk is great here. Yeah.
1: I was going to ask you about that. We used to have a, a big refrigerator and yeah. they would just go in there and pick out chocolate milk. Yes. Yeah. And
2: so for some of my larger athletes, they might need two chocolate milks to get in just mm. a little bit more protein and mm-hmm. carbs or just have a chocolate milk with something else. But for my younger athletes, cause I work with some that are like nine or 10 years old, mm-hmm. those 10 grams of protein. 30 grams of carbs boom like they're good and so we have that recovery snack right after our competition or training session and then two to three hours later we need to be having a meal and that meal needs to have protein needs to have carbohydrates and just really working on replenishing what we've lost and so we've lost all of our energy so we need to replenish that energy through carbohydrates we need that protein so that our muscles can rebuild build up stronger mm-hmm. and then we need to be making sure to get in that fluid and hydration is a big piece that a lot of athletes aren't doing that's yeah super easy drinking water so no. <laughs> oh, yeah. we need to get in yeah. that water especially I mean living
0: here kids don't drink. Oh, oh, I mean they don't drink water yeah. anymore I mean all I see is Gatorade and all these other drinks mm-hmm. I mean that's and is there you talked us through that as yeah. far as you know we're trying to replenish with Gatorade because that's mm-hmm. something that I'm always fighting with my, my kids
2: about <laughs> so Gatorade is formulated for athletes so it is great during practice like yeah. especially now it, when kids are practicing outside and it's so hot outside so and their practices are long so that Gatorade has those carbohydrates in there to replenish that energy that you're losing it has some electrolytes in there to replenish electrolytes that you're losing through sweat and then it has that liquid and the electrolytes and the carbs just help that fluid stick to you a mm. little bit better helps you rehydrate a little bit better but outside of sport we don't need it. It's just essentially like sugar water. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Another thing that, you know, Darren, you were saying earlier, people ask us and they do, they ask mm-hmm. us all the time, what should my kids be? The One of the biggest questions I get and I used to get often was supplements. Mm-hmm. So what's your, what's your opinion on supplements for, for student athletes? I'm assuming it's, Hey, you got to take care of your, your nutrition, your real nutrition first, but can supplements play a, a role in, in overall nutrition?
2: And I actually just did a talk on this to a basketball camp this morning. Mm. And so supplements, we, uh, Like, you think of it as a pyramid, and at the bottom, the base of your pyramid, we have your everyday diet. It's not fun, it's not cool, but it's, your everyday diet is the base of, like, your nutrition for performance. And so our everyday diet needs to be in check. We need to be eating enough food to meet our calorie needs. We need to be eating enough protein so that our muscles are able to like build, repair, all of that fun stuff, carbohydrates for energy and all the vitamins and minerals and fat that our body needs just to run on a daily basis. So that's the base of your pyramid. Second, we have like our pre-fuel, our post-game fuel, that comes into play because that will have an effect once you're taking care of the bottom line, your Mm. base nutrition needs. And then we can talk about supplements. The thing with supplements is they're not tested on kids. Mm. It just wouldn't be ethical to Mm. test supplements on children. So we just don't know the long-term effects of supplements. Protein powder, if it it is just protein powder, just making sure it's a third-party certified product, meaning that someone has gone in and made sure, like, what is in the bottle is actually what the label says Mm. is should be fine. So Mm. protein powder is great Mm. for convenience. Don't want all my athletes getting all their protein from protein powder because there's so many vitamins and minerals in your protein food. So if Mm. you look at a steak, there's so much nutrition in that steak than just protein. And so just using them for convenience when needed. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if your diet is deficient in some sort of vitamin and mineral, we want to supplement with that as well. But if a supplement is really making those big changes, like really helping that muscle gain, really helping that speed, it's probably not legal. Mm. So,
4: Mm good
1: point.
2: Especially once you hit college, there's so many, even caffeine is banned at a certain level in college.
0: Yeah, there's so many restrictions on that. Well, it's called
3: baseball greenies. Is that was the yeah the, those popping those greenies yeah, yeah. Like those, is that what the it's like for caffeine not like yeah I caffeine. think it's like almost ADHD but it's like caffeine but yeah yeah <laughs> so we so, so been but been but, doing but doing to that the that point part. is is yeah. supplements there's a place for them well it's
1: defined <laughs> in the name right it's to supplement Supp- yes, yeah supplement
0: your diet your diet and so, and so it's stop su- acting like you're smart right. so all about <laughs> if you know, want to direct this towards me I'll answer your questions Lindsay you we're not talking about you we're talking to the expert here the dietitian. <laughs> My new title, the dietician. So, you know what? The one thing I've, I've noticed, Lindsay, is that you light up when you're talking about yeah, kids. Seriously, dieting. this is really <laughs> fun. Yeah. I don't, like,
2: I, it's really fun, like having this job that I'm passionate about, and just mm-hmm. like I know I have little kids, so they don't. My my daughter, she's like my mommy's a dietitian, but and she just knows I talk to people about food. But I'm excited for them to grow up and seeing mm-hmm. like a mom that loves what she does. Yeah, your mm-hmm. kids are gonna have such an
1: advantage because yeah. this is not. But you know what? This I is nothing I thought but about. But I ever. think
0: that's you know part of me is like there's a lot of information that you're you're giving us right now that's like that, that information that's that's needed, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's needed in so many ways. It's not just like our kids that are you know my kids are living. In, in a big house, and it, mm. I, I'm so Eat, I'm more concerned. for breakfast. <laughs> I'm more, yeah. I'm serious. I'm Caviar more concerned rich. about those kids. Rich, not just the athlete, but just and I and I mm-hmm. mentioned it earlier. Those kids that just don't have. Mm-hmm. And how do you? I mean, just thinking about. I want to just think about this. They don't have food. How do you learn?
2: I don't know because it's it's for a student athlete like getting that nutrition in for the student. Yeah, is so important and so yeah we have to
0: figure out. okay so this is what we're going to do we're going to do something. we're going to the darren woods the me show <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do something along with you Lindsay. where we're going to get out and it's not going to be just to the student athlete we're going to get back and serve Love and you the information that you have needs to be spread mm-hmm. not only to, to, to families in the inner city but to the schools themselves um we got to figure out a plan, Ben. That's yeah. we'll put that on okay. you to, to do yeah. something. You put everything else on but, me, you might as well. Just add another. I'm not going to bottle this information up. I mean, we got to get you yeah. out there and help out. Yeah. No,
1: this is so this is so good. If I was a 15 year old, 14 year old kid, you've got to listen to this because yeah, this stuff is gold and it can really. I mean, it could be the difference in you getting a scholarship or yes, not. yeah. You know, because your performance is everything. Mm. Yeah. And and if you're not eating enough, if you're not fueling the right right foods. I mean that can really kill your your ability to perform when it matters most. Yeah. Yes.
3: I want I want the, so your husband told me something that will oh stick no. with me forever. <laughs> what no, did he tell oh you? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> but he told me something that that will stick with me honestly forever and I don't know why I never thought of it that way or explaining it. But food has almost become um like like religion? No, but like huh. Almost evil in our culture, yeah. right? You look at the Hollywood media culture, right? Like you've got to be lean, and like food is the enemy, and so I've got I've got a eight year old daughter, almost mm-hmm. nine, who is already like body conscious, right? And so Jim told me something: it food is meant, and I want you to finish it because I want you to get credit for because oh this God, is your we'll saying. See what he's saying. But <laughs> but but you know, food is don't think about food is how it makes you look, but how it makes you feel mm-hmm. like that is food. Food is fuel. It's not about like, don't eat the eat something. Don't not eat something because I will, it's going to put, you know, it's going to go to my hips or it's going to go to my butt because really it's such a young age, especially with social media, especially little girls yeah. like very body conscious. So talk through that mindset just to all parents and how to, how to view food and and with their kids.
2: Yeah, so I think it's just important to have a good relationship with food. And I know, especially for women, it's something we struggle with because of body image issues. Mm-hmm. But just being really neutral about everything. I know when we feed our kids, if they're having dessert, we typically like, put it on their plate. And if they want to eat it first, like power to them. Mm, I'm not going to ever really? force them to eat their food. Um, mm. I want them to have a healthy relationship with food. Kids, when they're young, they're so good at being intuitive with their eating. Like, they know what their body needs. And if you, like, you watch my son, he's 19 months old. You watch him eat some days, he just eats and eats and eats and eats. And there's some days he's like, eh. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. care. Um, and so they're just so good at regulating their appetites. And so a big thing I'm trying to do with my kids, especially my daughter, she's five now, is making sure we keep that. And so mm-hmm. never, like, pushing her to eat more. You know, we'll be like, okay, like, are you sure you're full? Because you're not eating again until, you know, whenever the next meal or snack is. But we don't, like, reward them for clearing cleaning their plates. We don't, like, mm. say, oh, if you don't so eat So when that, they stop there,
1: and when they're yeah. done, they're done. They're you're done. just trusting that they – Cause huh. we have to, tr- like, it's
2: our job to trust them that right. yeah. they know what, like, I don't know what her body needs, yeah. she does. And so, and we just try to be like really neutral about everything. Like not saying, Oh, like pizza, that's so bad for you. We just like, Oh, tonight's pizza night. And we know yeah. we always like have some fruit. Oh, we're terrible. We are, are <laughs> terrible. <Yeah. laughs> hey, <not> Tiffany. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> You're not terrible, but I just I want I want both of them. But it, I mean, I, you know, it's like little girls, like I want yeah. her to grow up. Just like I love food, and I like love to eat, and I feel like my parents did such a good job. They just never made comments about what we were eating, what we were putting into our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like Jim and I and like my husband that's one of our favorite things to do is like go to new restaurants and try new food and food is fuel but it's also there's so much more like it's part of like our celebrations Mm -hmm. our memories culture Mm. and so yeah if it's your birthday and you want to have birthday cake have birthday cake it's just it's Mm. not it's just it's part of your culture and part of our memories and so it's just there's so much emotion tied to food too Mm -hmm. and just acknowledging that that it's not just something we eat like it's some, for some of us, it's something that's fun to do. It's a way we celebrate and just, you know, remembering that. And yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's such a good point. And it's something that. we've talked
1: about on, on previous nutrition is no good or bad foods. It, it, I mean, just, so I love that you're preaching that, you know, it's just pizza night. It's not, oh, you know, because we hear that all the time in the office. i so have mentioned this before. Oh, I had a cookie. I'm so bad. Yeah. Exactly. And, and and when you do that, Tyler, like you're talking about, you're starting to think about look as opposed yeah. to performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And well, one
2: cookie is not gonna ruin your performance. No. No. <laughs> and yes. Oh, and if, like I do post regularly on Instagram yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. Please plug that because <laughs> yeah. you're, Where can we find honestly,
3: you Honestly, it's it's one of my favorite follows no, because like you. the insight that you provide um and, and direction, especially obviously focused towards the youth mm-hmm. athlete, but it's uh, incredible. Well,
2: thank you. Yeah. So I post there I would say five times a week and it's fueling dot young dot athletes on Instagram.
0: Ewing uh, dot young and if if you if you uh, can't
3: find that, young go, young to, go to Fuling. our page, young. go to our page and we will we'll post it and we'll we'll share it and yep. tag her in it so it'll be easy to find. And do
1: you have a website as well for people to sign yes. up and
2: yes and my website is cherishnutrition.net.
1: Okay. And and so if I'm a parent and I want my, I'm interested in your service, that's Mm -hmm. where I would go.
2: Yes. Yep. So I work individually with athletes. I do team talks. I also run a nutrition challenge. I'm in the middle of one right now. I'm really proud of how all the athletes are doing Mm. Where it's about six weeks long. We have a different topic for each week and the athletes have a goal to meet with with that topic every week. So Mm. this week we're talking about recovery. So they're all like sending me selfies with their recovery snacks Mm, nice, and just learning how to build that recovery Mm. snack. Mm. And so it's been really fun.
1: Yeah. Don't say a name obviously, but is there a favorite story you have for an athlete you've worked with that just came a long way and because of the conversations y'all have?
2: Yes. One of my, I had a young hockey player that was really wanting to make a travel team and just his family just wasn't sure how to fuel him, and we successfully fueled him this summer to make it through that tryout process. Mm. Because youth sports, you're using a lot of energy, mm-hmm. and you have to eat that energy. Right. And so we really got him got him going there. I was so proud of them. Like they right. That's they worked. Awesome. So is, it, hard. is it mostly
0: about being consistent? Yes. it's through the process so they there's got to be a, again having just following a plan yes and not going off on your own just yes. following that plan and moving. move yeah, like the plan. not worrying mm-hmm. about
2: being perfect like we all mess up we're all right. human and like we have let's we have a mcflurry okay have that mcflurry and move on like let's not blow the whole day mm-hmm. let's just move on from that and it's, yep. it's not a big deal that's
1: awesome i love that man this is fun
3: yeah, yeah. all got, right so cherish Dot nutrition dot net. Cherish nutrition. Just dot cherish yeah mm-hmm.
1: And then fueling young athletes mm-hmm. on Instagram. Dot fueling
3: YouTube. dot young yeah. dot athletes
1: <laughs> yeah. on yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. And again we'll tag
3: yeah. yeah we'll tag your page in our yeah. on our Instagram. So this, this is, is awesome. This yeah. is great. I, I just gosh, I wish I would have known
0: you thirty years ago. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, I'd well, have gone to Arizona State and been drafted in the second out. round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Lindsay, we really appreciate your time. Yeah, again, awesome. we're not done with you. Yeah, uh, you're going to be a part of this the show. And yeah. and again, you know, we we want to serve. We want to serve not only the community, but uh, so the athletes, mm-hmm. and and those that are you know that that follow us, and and we want to follow them at the same time. But we want to provide that value. You you provide so much value mm-hmm. uh, to to the kids out there. So thanks again. For, Thank, for you coming so on Thank you so much. This is great. Thank you, Lindsay.